This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. A very good evening, good afternoon or good morning wherever you may be right now. And welcome to the 22nd episode of the 100% LCFC podcast. This is your host, Owen Palmeratkin here, and we've got a packed show lined up for you, so don't go anywhere. In this week's episode, we'll be hearing from City legends Alan Young and Ewan Roberts, as well as taking your opinions, the fans of Leicester City, all right here. And if that wasn't enough for you, we will be bringing you information regarding the 100% LCFC match at the King Power Stadium and keeping you in the loop as to where you can hear the rest of the 100% LCFC team this week. So straight into episode 22 then, and we are joined on the line by the ever-present former City striker, Alan Young. Good evening, Alan. Hope you're all Hope you are well. And uh, well, what else can I ask you about to start off with? Four in a row for the first time in the Barclays Premier League history of Leicester City Football Club. And uh, what a fantastic run this is for the Foxes. Well, it is. To, to cut a long story short, really, we've been playing well all season. We've been playing some great football. We have the rewards. Continue to keep playing. Things have just turned for us, turned the right way. And I think it's down to the obviously down to the players and the manager to keep the keep their faith and keep their hope and keep believing that um, that we can survive in this league. Um, and it's no real surprise to me that we, that we've gone and done this. We've, we've played really well against a lot, a lot of the top sides, you know, beating Manchester United, you know, getting draws away at Everton, places like that, and other games. Like Aston Villa at home comes to mind. I mean, if we'd won that five or six nil, it would have been an injustice. So I think we'll get rewards for hard work and perseverance and believing in, in, in what we do. City probably weren't at their best on Saturday, but still came away with a win. And everything seems to be going just right for them at the moment, doesn't it? Why do you think that is? Well, I think possibly the manager <clears throat> has um, had another look at things. And I think he's been a wee bit more positive in lineups, in an, in an attacking sense. He's putting on a lot of attacking players 
and um, I think that's paid great dividends. I think Cambiasso has been key to an awful lot of that. He's been a fantastic leader on the pitch, uh, cajoling players, getting in the referee's ear, getting involved in, in free kicks and stuff, and the man's been a revelation. But um, you've got to, you can't just put it down to one man. For example, in Burnley on Saturday, we didn't play well. Uh, we accept that. The goalkeeper kept us in it. I suppose Michael was magnificent. But we stuck to a task. We got the wee bit up with a lad hitting the post with the penalty. But then we've gone up another end and scored. So Burnley could maybe say, oh, they deserve to get something out of the game. Yeah, that's fine. But that's been the case with us for a lot of the games this season. Where we thought we should get something out of the game. And we have. It's now, though, that we've been to Wednesday's game against Chelsea, which will be a big test. Um, it's how we continue now. Um, without the bottom three, I think that's a psychological thing, both for us and for the teams below us, especially Burnley, who find themselves at the bottom of the league. So, can they find a way out of it? I don't know. I think our destiny is in our own hands, and it begins once again against Chelsea, and then it'll continue again on Saturday when we welcome Newcastle. Andy King played what seemed like a perfect game for him on Saturday and seemed to outshine Esteban Cambiasso at every sort of opportunity. I mean, that says when you have a good game, isn't it? When you outshine the most decorated Argentinian footballer ever. Well, absolutely. I mean, Andy King is a very, very good player. He's a Welsh international. We all know what he's like. And he's come back into the side and he, and he's given something a wee bit different. He's given the Andy, thing, Andy King um, sort of thing to our team. A lot of people criticise Andy King about, oh, he's never in the game or he never did this. Andy King covers an awful lot of ground. There's an awful lot of cover, an awful lot of defensive play. And then he gets, he's got the energy uh, to go and join the attack as well. So, and, and his, his goals have been priceless as well. So we all welcome Andy back into the squad. You know, because it is a squad game on. It's, you know, it's never, if you're playing the same team every week, that's maybe because you keep winning. Andy was getting in the team for other reasons. He got in and then he took a chance. As everybody else, you know, everybody else still has a chance. They are all the Daddy Drinkwater's come back into the fold again. You know, and Marty James had a wee bit of a rest and, and Jeffrey Sloops had a wee bit of a rest. So everything points to, um, to the game of the day. Which, uh, I actually heard that Nigel was going to play a weakened team because because um, he thought the other games were maybe more winnable. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But for someone to say, yeah, we're playing a weakened team against Chelsea, the, the sort of Premier League winners, um, which I think they will be, what will Chelsea do? What, will Chelsea, what kind of team will Chelsea put out? Will they look at this game as a three-pointer that you know they can put any team out and win? If they do that, then they're going to get in a lot of trouble because we have we we have got that belief back again. We've got the we've got the energy in the team. We've got everybody playing for one another. The supporters they've got to take a, a, a huge um, deal of thanks for their role that they've played because they've been absolutely magnificent. But Chelsea on Wednesday, obviously a tough game. I'm so looking forward to it, and I'm quite sure the supporters and the players. I'm really looking forward to it too. 
City moved out of the relegation zone for the first time in over seven months on Saturday. How much of a confidence boost must that be? Seeing as though they were bottom of the table, they got off the bottom of the table, and now they're out of that dreaded relegation zone. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic, it's only just reward in the way that we've been playing. Maybe apart from Burnley, but we snuck the win. Um, we, you know, it wasn't a great game to watch, but who cares? But yes, getting out of that is, uh, is and to see the league table where we are at this stage of the season. You know, we've been bottom for a long, long time to now be fourth, and I think one behind on goal difference. I think it is with, with Hull City. Um, who have a, a horrendous run and as do an awful lot of the teams at, at the bottom of the league, Burnley included. Will it come to um, the last game against against Queen's Park Rangers? Well, that remains to be seen. We have the game against Chelsea, which I'm confident we'll get something from, and I'm more than confident come Saturday we'll beat Newcastle United. Should Andy King come on or start against Chelsea, that will be his 300th appearance for the club. Now, he did, he was... Now, he was released as a 15-year-old at Chelsea. Um, that, does, that make it, does that make this game a little bit more special for him? Well, you would think so, but that was a long, long time ago uh, in, Andy's, in Andy's career. Um, Chelsea didn't see fit to... Uh, would Andy King get a game in Chelsea's team now? That's what you've got to sort of think about. And I think he would. I think he'd be good enough to go and play in the Chelsea side. So that's high praise to Andy King. He's a guy who's he's a quiet guy, keeps his head down, keeps his own countenance, and he gets on with his job, he gets on with doing his work. So if Andy was to play his 300 game, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he'll start the game. But even if not, if he comes off the bench, does that still constitute his 300 game? I would say so. But he deserves every, all the praise and everything that he's getting at the moment. He thoroughly deserves it. As do the rest of the lads. We can't leave them out. Of course, Chelsea do come to the King Power Stadium on Wednesday. It's not five in a row, is it, Alan? Are they going to beat Chelsea? Yeah, of course it's possible. 11 players are still a bit. We are playing well enough. Can we handle their attacking threat, which I think is a big part of their game? I think we've got the players to cause some problems at the back um, with John Terry, who I still think is a, a wonderful centre-back. But I think the pace that we've got, wide players and, and up through the middle, Jamie Vardy... Don't know if David Nugent's going to be available. Mark Albrighton's had a great spell of form as well. Kamaric is just starting to show a wee bit more to sort of say, well, that's why you paid this money for me. And we have a very strong bench as well. So, yeah, Chelsea, it'll be a huge test. But they're the kind of test that you should relish. And I'm quite sure the players will. Will we win it or not? I think we've got a great chance of winning it. But would a draw do us? I think so. I think realistically, if we, we're not going to go out and play for a draw. You don't do that. You go out to win the game. And if, if we do that, we're all guns blazing and, and be very, very solid at the back because that's going to be a huge test when Chelsea get possession in and around our penalty area. They're very good at finding little gaps, little one-twos. So we have to be careful and make sure that we pick up players. But as to whether we can, we can win the game, absolutely. Finally then, Alan, I heard a wonderful fact the other day that Esteban Cambiasso is actually the same age as Steven Gerrard at the moment, 34 years of age uh, to be precise. So I was wondering, who would you rather have in your side? On one hand, you've got Esteban Cambiasso. On the other, Steven Gerrard. <laughs> You're causing an argument with me and my kids saying that. 
because I don't think Steve and Gerard. Well, I wouldn't pick Steve and Gerard. Gerard. I'd have Cambiasso. I'd have Cambiasso. Like a week, he does a similar thing to Steve and Gerard. He's a leader on the pitch. I said earlier, he gets into players' ears and the referees' ears. He encourages people. He never, ever wastes a ball. He's always got a little way out of trouble. And he's just, he's just a fantastic ambassador for the club. He's chipped in with a few goals. Steve Gerrard, absolute marvellous player. Don't get me wrong. I admire him. Amazing, amazing player, amazing career. Cambiasso has probably had just a wee bit better career. What better way to not to finish his career off I may add, I hope that the club gets him tied down to a contract for next season. It may depend on us staying in the Premier League, but we've got to get him tied down. The guy has been an absolute revelation. Mm, Very interesting. Thank you very much for joining us here on the 100% LCFC podcast, Alan. You're more than welcome. Appreciate your time. We're now going to head straight over to the other phone and have a little natter with another former City striker. Yes, Ewan Roberts joins us on the line. Pleasure to have you along, Ewan. Let's talk Chelsea on Wednesday. This is a big game for Leicester City. Do they need to take the points, or is this a free game in a sense? I think listen. They've got they've got experienced players. Uh, they've got a team full of international superstars. They've won the Premier League before, um, but it's. I'm looking at that game, and I don't think that game will decide whether Leicester will still be a Premier League side next year. It's the games again. You know, your Burnley's away, your Sunderland's away, your QPR at home, your Newcastle at home. I think those four games that I've mentioned, they're going to be absolutely massive for Leicester City Football Club. And if they can get enough points from those four, then they'll be a Premier League side next year. Interesting point, you and we are going to bring in Dave in Ibstock on this one. Um, so then, Dave, do you think that Leicester City needs to pick up points against Chelsea, or is this a free game for the Foxes with it being their game in hand over nearby rivals such as Burnley and QPR? Well, Peter, I think I think that, well, I've just been talking in on the I've just heard Nigel Paceford and he was saying about team selection. I think the game against Newcastle is more important. I mean, I think if they can get a point against Chelsea, obviously brilliant. I think if they can nick a point against Chelsea, I'll be chuffed to bits with that. But I think the priority lies with Saturday in Newcastle coming in quick succession as well, rather than Wednesday and Saturday. So, you know, I'd say, I'd say it is a bit of a free game, really. That was actually going to be my next question. Nigel Pearson was asked today about the idea of him playing a weakened side against Chelsea on Wednesday evening, which he quickly put to bed and said that he will be playing a full-strength squad against the champions-to-be, if you like. Um, do you think we could see any changes in the lineup? Well, one I think it could be uh, can be Astro, because obviously, they, and you know, we're playing so many games on the trot, I think it could bring Max games in for Esteban or... or could do that. And probably probably all bright. I mean, I went on Saturday and all bright and shattered. He looked shattered all bright. Because he hasn't played a lot of games, has he, this season. So probably Richard Delatin. Let's move on and talk about a possibly bigger game for the Foxes this Saturday. They host Newcastle United in their second home game this week. If City were to beat the Magpies, they could go four points clear of the relegation zone. How much of a boost would that be for Nigel Pearson's men? Fantastic, man. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, not only does it, it's four points clear, it's pulling Newcastle. It's a Newcastle down there as well. It's a pull all the clubs, other teams around us. So, fantastic. It's a fantastic boost to get out of the bottom three. I mean, to get off the bottom of the league, because they've been on the bottom of the league for so many months, 
Yeah, to get out of the bottom three is brilliant. So I think I think it'd be fantastic. And I'll fight the chance against Newcastle anyway. I think I'll be there. I could see three points coming against Newcastle. Thank you very much for joining us on the 100% LCFC podcast, Dave. It's been a pleasure, mate. Thank you. You can watch all the latest on-screen interviews with City legend Alan Young and our chief editor, Phil Holloway, on our 100% LCFC YouTube channel. Oh yes, you certainly can. Now here at 100% LCFC, we are bringing you an opportunity to play at the King Power Stadium on FA Cup final day, which is the 30th of May, of course. So why not come and play football on a day when good old Stevie G isn't, eh? Uh, There'll be two teams, one managed by former City striker Alan Young, and that will be Leicester City home, and one managed by a mystery manager who will be Leicester City away. Tickets are selling out very fast, so get yourself over to TV. Com. Click in events to find out more about this incredible opportunity that we've got coming up for you in just under a month's time. Just to let you know, I will be playing. I'll be there. Yes, so come and show me what you can do with a football. But I have to warn you, though, I am in the same league as Esteban Cambiasso. If you want to win a 100% LCFC t-shirt, then just play our competition every match day on our Twitter and Facebook forums. All you have to do is guess the first goal scorer and the correct score. It's very simple. That's all you have to do on our Twitter and Facebook forums. But clearly the debate uh, from this podcast that's been going on uh, is to who you would rather have in your side. Esteban Cambiasso or Steven Gerrard. So we are going to bring in the wise voice of Leicester City Football Club on this matter. Yes, we are joined on the phone by Bernie, of course. Now, Bernie, who would you rather have in your team? I think there was a hint of Cambiasso in there. I'm not sure. But I am afraid that is all we've got time for now on the 100% LCFC podcast. It has been a massive pleasure to have you along and I hope you've enjoyed and make sure you do get in contact with the show if you'd like to call in. Uh, you can find all the contact details to the bottom of this SoundCloud track. In case you were wondering where you can listen or watch the rest of the 100% LCFC team this week, you can hear me on Wednesday drive time on Hermitage FM. So make sure you tune in into that at 4pm all the way until 6pm. You can also hear a number of different Leicester City fans on the show previewing the game against Chelsea on Wednesday night, of course. You can also watch Phil Holloway on the 100% LCFC YouTube channel with the latest Leicester City videos, of course. And make sure you keep one eye on the website, of course, as well, www.leicesterfantv.com. But for now, that's all we've got time for. And remember, Foxes never, ever quit. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. 
Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.